songs are slow and sad. All my favorite people make me mad. Everything that feels so good is bad, bad, bad. All my favorite songs are slow and sad. Hey everybody, what's up? SG here, back for the SGR podcast. Um, it's been a while, I think two weeks. Uh, the first week excuse was uh, I started work on my birthday after three months off with my son, which was fucking awesome. And of course, me being the anxious person I am, I fucking lost it right before I went back. And like, as if I didn't know what the fuck I was supposed to do with my job and everything, I was all freaking out. And of course, just like when I was a kid, going back to school, first fucking day is awesome. Everybody's super cool with me. I met a new buddy. <clears throat> uh, me and that dude have a lot of crazy shit in common and everything, so that was cool. And he's, he's newer. But I mean, he's older than me. He's like in his mid-40s, so kind of like a brother type, like age-wise around for me. And uh, it was cool. Like I said, uh, the only real bad thing that I can think of, really, I mean, it's not really bad if you think about it overall, but uh, I had to put my dog down of over what, 13 years. Uh, she wasn't really originally mine, you know, she found me. When I bought this house, uh, she came with it pretty much two days into me owning it. Uh, I had a buddy of mine and his kids come over. He was a, he did lawn work and like fencing and shit. And I was like, hey, I got a dog and it might jump the fence. You know, it's a four foot fence, I want to extend it. He's like, oh, no problem, dude. And we're family uh, with my ex before, it was her cousin. And he has like four kids, so of course they were around here running around and shit. And, while all that was happening, he goes, or one of the kids was like, hey, can we keep it? And it was a little dog, and I was like, ah, great. Super awesome. She was, uh, you know, uh, what? Yeah, um, a papillon. Those uh, dogs with the weird ears and shit like that. Looks like a fan. Uh, papillon Chihuahua. So she was smaller than normal. Um, the only reason why I know that is because my in-law at the time ended up owning an actual papillon. They were way bigger. But, uh, yeah, she was awesome, man. I love that dog. She, um... She lived here a long time, and uh, she ended up getting a, well, getting, she had a tumor, and I guess, supposedly they're not even supposed to live as long as she did, and um, when I got her, I took her to the vet, got her spayed and everything, you know, I put up signs originally, tried to, you know, because I, I knew it was somebody's dog, there's no fucking way that it wasn't, she was beautiful, her hair was perfect, she listened to you, if you said sit, she sat, all this shit, uh, she was perfect, and so I put up signs and everything, no response, um, and over time, she would run away all the time. And, uh, and originally, I was like, yeah, fuck it, it's not my dog, you know, it sucks. And she digs a hole and runs off. But, I mean, every morning when I wake up, 5.30 in the morning back in the day to get to work at 6, she was right at my front door. Not scratching, and just fell asleep, like, on the porch, on the little footstep and everything. And so I just bring her back in every day, like, yeah, fuck. And after a while, maybe three months of that, she never did it again. And then it wasn't until later on when uh, I became single again, that she started running away, which is kind of weird. And by that point, I kind of, I already had another dog and everything. I was like, whatever, dude, sucks that she's gonna run, but that's kind of in her nature. That's how I found her. Maybe she's gonna try to find another house or something. And she would always go wherever there's kids. So it makes a lot more sense now, looking back at it, how I found her in the first place, because I didn't, these kids did. So, I mean, like I said, that kind of sucked. But uh, yeah, she was in pain. And uh, the day before, she like bled like crazy. 
Um, she scratched at her at her tumor and busted it open. It looked like fucking like somebody mauled her, like another dog or something fucked her up. But it was her. And uh, yeah, she bled a lot. Like I can't believe she survived the night. And when I found her in the morning, I was like, oh fuck. And uh, you know, patched it back up. My my wife's a nurse, so like she helped me a lot with that. And and everything was going good. But I was like, ah, yeah, this this is not good. You know, and she was pretty much sleeping 13 hours straight and shit. And it's like, yeah, it sucks, man. And it's a really hard decision, but in the end, I'm happy I did, because um, the last dog that we had to put, well, we didn't put her down, or put him down, but um, my wife inherited her great aunt's dog, who was at her grandma's house, and nobody was taking care of it, and grandma never wanted dogs again, because she got tired of, you know, them aging out and dying, too, so she just never wanted a dog, and what was supposed to just be house-sitting for a few months turned into the aunt losing her house, so nowhere else to go, so she just kept the dog. And when um, that dog's uh, partner, like another dog died, and she just had that one, she's like, I don't want this. I can't deal with it. I don't want to do it. So we took him, got him to lose a bunch of weight, because older ladies, I guess, tend to feed their dogs fucking table scraps and shit. So this dog was fat, man. Like, And not like, oh, yeah, it's a chubby dog. I mean, fucking fat. It couldn't it couldn't uh, support itself on its back two legs to jump up and, like, you know, a little chihuahua, too. It couldn't support itself to jump up on your leg like a normal chihuahua would, so you could pet it and shit. Couldn't do that at all. It could just lift its head. I uh, got it on a good diet. He lost all kind of weight. He was awesome, man. He, he became a puppy again, and he was like 13 or 14. He was old as fuck when we got him, but he lived here in like three or four years, and yeah, um, my wife kept him alive for a bit. You know, I had a heaving pet and all that. Sorry, getting all fucking horrible sad news and shit first but I mean like I said this is my birthday <laughs> so uh, in my head uh, I've, I've never really celebrated my birthday it's not a big deal to me and I don't mean that in the sense of like oh fuck I don't care no it's, just, it's not a big deal like <clears throat> the way I always used to say it was uh, that should be a celebration for your parents not you like they're the ones that did something all you did was just come out on that day it's not a big fucking deal to me like, and um Back in the day, I, I I was to the point where I didn't celebrate my birthday since I was like 14 or 15 to where I didn't even know how old I was most of the time. Like I would have to look at my ID or kind of like do the math real quick in my head whenever um, like a liquor store or anybody would be like, how old are you? I was like, oh, fuck, um, 24, 5. Like I, I was always off by like a year. And uh, I remember when I lived in a nicer area, well, now, yeah, big time. But uh, at the time, I was like, fuck, this area is boring as fuck. But when I lived out there, um, I got carded. And I said the wrong year, and the lady looked at me like, oh, this isn't your idea. I was like, what the fuck? Like, and before arguing with her and getting all crazy, I basically thought of the quickest thing I could think of, and I was like, well, I'm a Jehovah's Witness. We don't celebrate birthdays. And she literally looked at me like, oh, my God, I am so sorry, and just fucking took it at that. And I remember even the kid that was bagging the food or the beer and the food was like, oh, I'm really sorry. And I was like, what the fuck? That's horrible, dude. What's so bad about being a Jehovah's Witness? Like, in my head, it's weird that they're like, you know, anti-everything, I'm just like, yeah, fuck everything, you guys read the Bible wrong, like, it says to just be about God, nobody else, you're not supposed to do anything, that's, that's our whole point of, like, not celebrating birthdays, is that you're idolizing yourself, and, you know, rule number one of the Bible is never uh, worship another God or idolize anyone, so that's how they see it, and I'm like, ah, I guess, oh, that's cool, <laughs> so there's, there's good points, and, and I understand the basis of most religions, like, there's there's a good thing to it, but overall, it's all about control, and that's why I'm like, yeah, fuck that, I'm good, like, I, if you don't know by the age of 15 what is morally right or wrong, then something fucking is fucked up with you and your childhood and your upbringing, because, I don't know, like, I mean, whenever I read stories about, like, an 18-year-old kid doing something, I'm like, you mean a grown-ass fucking adult, like, they're an 18-year-old woman or man, that's what they are, they're not a fucking kid. 
yet at the same time, whenever it's a violent crime, they always say this 16 year old man or young man or something. It's like, oh, cause, because his fucking crime was a horrible one, they're an adult, but when they're a child, you know, or when they're 18 year old, it's never done anything wrong according to the family and shit. And they do something, it's like, oh, this young child, it's like, they're 18, they should fucking know better. They knew what the fuck they were doing, they're an idiot. So, I mean, that, that's just my thoughts on that. But, um, get back on subject, yeah, uh, birthday happened. Uh, I tend to never celebrate them, but now that I have kids, my wife kind of put the foot down on it and like, yeah, you gotta celebrate your birthday, otherwise they're not gonna fucking care about theirs. And I'm like, okay, I get that. You know, I'm just pretending anyway. And it's just my kid gives me the gift that's fucking cool, man. But to me, the best part of it isn't even a gift. It's the way she comes up to me and is like, happy birthday, dad, dad. Like, little shit like that. Oh, dude, like I said, I used to do drugs. <laughs> and, like, I've had highs and lows. And fuck it, man. Like, I don't care what drug people think. Like, that's the greatest thing in the world. Nah, man. Having the unconditional love from your child, like, where they can express it to you, Fuck, dude, that's like the best fucking feeling in the world. I mean, even with my newborn, like, when when I walk in there, and he's just waking up, and I just start talking to him for a little bit, and he opens his eyes and smiles, psh, fuck, dude, breaks every piece of my heart. Best shit ever. Um, so, I mean, like I said, it wasn't a big deal. Birthday was whatever. kind of sucked, because the day before, I literally put my dog down, so that sucked. Um... But I mean, it, it happens, obviously, you know, like, there's life, there has to be the opposite of it, and that's death to me, so, um, you know, it kind of sucked having to explain it to my daughter, who really got attached to that dog in the last year, that was her friend and her buddy, and when the dog got sick, we had her sleep inside in her, in her little crate and the thing, and my daughter, of course, you know, hey, can can we bring that into, into my room, and she can sleep with me in my room, like, oh, fuck, oh, okay, and so she kind of saw her get sick, she saw her. Uh, she just called it a big boo-boo, you know, the tumor and stuff, and she was like, oh, big boo-boo, and stuff, and then when we had explained to her that she's gonna go to the doctor, and that she's not going back, that tripped out my daughter, because she's had experiences going to the doctor, and actually more recent, too, and, uh, um, yeah, in her head, I was just hoping that she didn't associate going with the doctor with never coming back. And so, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad that that's not the case. She, you know, she thinks of a doctor like her mother as a nurse, like it's something that helps people. So there's that. But, um, yeah, every so often, at least because it's been about two weeks now, um, she'll, she calls her name out by accident when she's talking about the dog. She's like, oh, where's Roxy? And we have to explain to her, like, oh, yeah, Roxy's not here anymore. You know, you just have these two dogs now. And, uh, yeah, it hurts, but, I mean, she gonna deal with it you know like, I'm not gonna baby her forever and I'm not gonna point it out you know we just throw the whole all dogs go to heaven line at her and stuff and so she gets happy but I mean as I said it's kind of fucked up I don't believe in heaven at all but I mean I, I, if there was one I'm pretty sure that dog would have went she was fucking awesome man <laughs> she, she would have just walked her way in anyway dug a hole and fucking got in there the way she is <laughs> but um yeah that's uh my latest oh and, that, and then okay literally what's going on right now what you hear it's not hail. Um, it's June in SoCal. Normally that means, you know, 100 degree temperature and the rise of it. But every so often during June, which is the month of my birthday, we get this June gloom. And I fucking love it. Like, I'm like the only one outside, it seems like, in my whole neighborhood. You know, I'm just underneath my canopy kicking it, recording this podcast. Hopefully you guys hear me more than the rain. But I love this kind of weather, man. It's fucking awesome. Uh, especially when, like, like I said, yesterday it was like 93, 94, which was a good day, actually, compared to the few previous days before, where it was like four or five days in a row, 
110 to 115 and lower. I think the lowest we had is like 101 or something. I mean, it, uh, we got the dry heat, so as much as that sounds like, oh, what the fuck's the difference? It's a way better than the wet heat. I've been in parts of Florida and where my family lives in Texas, and that shit is disgusting. It feels as if you just, somebody rang their sweat towel over you. That's how it feels. Like, the water itself stinks. It's just fucking sticky. It's nasty, and since it's humid, you know, and dry, or uh, wet, a lot more bugs. And like, so yeah, everything about the outside that could possibly be the sh like the worst shit is that's what's happening. While out here, we're the opposite. We have the dry heat. So like, it's more exhausting. You need like a lot more water. And uh, if you're outside, you'll, you'll fucking feel it, man. Like, I mean, I, I, I've read stories and at my work, we've had incidences of like elderly people just, just fucking black out in the street and slam their fucking head and they're bleeding and shit. So, I mean, th there is a horribleness to it, but I mean, I said, we, the longer you live out here, this is just normal to me. You know, like, it's summertime, so it's gonna get fucking hot. Period. I mean, it happens. Oh, sweet lightning bolt. I just, uh, uh, you might hear some thunder pretty soon, and, I, and when I say thunder, I mean, like, fucking, like, goddamn Norse gods. It's, it's crazy. It, it, it's awesome. My dog's freaking out, thinking it's fireworks and shit. So, I mean, that kind of sucks, but... Um, yeah, what else is happening lately with me? I said, I'm trying to uh, do two podcasts this week to make up for the two weeks that I missed. And uh, I think also Booze and the Dudes are not doing one this week, so I'll put out a bonus one. Uh, this actually is a day earlier than I thought I would record this, so maybe three this week, who knows? Uh, no promises, but I mean, I'll put them out the fucking day that I record them. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't like to you know, try to hold anything back. Maybe interview ones and stuff, but where it's just me, why bother? I mean, you know, everything I'm talking about is pretty much recent to me. I don't want to fucking talk about June and I put this shit out in July. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? That doesn't make any sense. So, I have that in my head. But, um, what's another thing? Oh, I know for sure I wanted to put out some shout-outs, man. Um, the, uh, my, um, my stats have been showing me I am, like, ridiculous when it comes to other countries right now. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. The United States is still number one because, I mean, we still kind of are. <laughs> I mean, maybe not when it comes to, like, health or <laughs> or the way we care about each other. Oh, a little bit of thunder. I don't know if you guys heard that, but that, that was weak. Um, but uh, I took a picture recently, and this was uh, the beginning of June. Columbus, Ohio. I don't know anybody out there, but, man, I, I've heard nothing but good stuff about Ohio in general. Like, people used to talk shit about it, like, oh, it's a flyover state. Fuck no, man. Everything in Cleveland's pretty cool. Fucking Columbus, Ohio, I've heard of. Uh, I want to say there's another college town out there. I've heard nothing but great shit, so I, I want to say one of my neighbors, uh, her, her uh, oldest daughter went to Ohio, I don't know if it was Ohio State or whatever the fuck it was, but they loved it, they took pictures all the time, and they were like, can you believe this, like, compared to out here, they were just, like, amazed by it, and I'm like, ah, it's fucking awesome, you know, other places are cool, people should travel, uh, Clifton, New Jersey, I don't know if that's, like I said, it's like 30 minutes away from where I know my family lives, so maybe my cousin lives out there. If so, fucking hey, man, that's cool as fuck that you're listening, or whoever whoever else is listening out in Clifton, New Jersey, love it. Uh, L.A., I mean, it's the big major city nearest to me, so that's cool. Um, Chi-Town, Illinois, you guys are fucking always up there in the top five. Borman? Boardman, Oregon. I mean, hopefully you guys aren't where all that fucking Antifa shit was. And if you guys are, and you guys are really Antifa people, and you're like, hey, fucking, I like this shit too, more power to you, man. Like I said, I, I, I'm kind of, I get it. If I was, you know, 18 to 25, or maybe even 26, because that's when I got single again. I don't know. I don't know how long. Like, before kids, I guess, which is like 34 or something. I would have totally 
No, actually, way later. So, yeah, take it back. Anyway, like from 18 to 25, let's just say, you know, that, that growing period of where you're like, yeah, I'm a fucking adult. I know how to cheat the system. I know what to do, you know. I would Maybe I would live in the chop. Maybe I would live, uh, or not live, but like hang out there, you know what I mean? I'd probably have my own spot. Unless I was, you know, fucking poor or whatever and take advantage of that situation. You know, it might be fun. I have no idea. But uh, as an adult with kids, I, I, don't, I don't see it as fun anymore. It's more of like, if I'm out there, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I shouldn't be spending money on myself doing stupid shit, so. Uh, yeah, hopefully you're not over there. And like I said, if you are, oh well, I, I get it, you know. I don't agree with it right now, but I mean, I see the point, and I see at one point that would be cool. So, yeah, fuck it. And then still, man, Frankfurt on Main, dude. Whoever the hell you are, awesome. Love you guys. Love whoever it is. Guy, lady, whatever you want to call yourself. You guys are amazing. Um, I've, I've always wanted to go to Germany. Um, I mean, uh, I don't give a fuck. Everybody's done horrible shit, you know? <laughs> like, that was fucking 50 plus years ago, man. Like, uh, you guys, uh, to me, Germans are awesome. You, know, you guys invented BMWs, all kind of cool shit, man. Fucking Porsche. All that stuff, the German engineers is amazing. So, I mean, you guys are doing something, right? Um, Odessa, Florida. Hey, uh, like I said, per- certain parts of Florida are cool. If you're the northern part where it's like damn near the south, you guys are cool in your own way. And then if you guys are near the Keys and shit, you already know you're badass because there's just a world to do over there, man. Uh, Helsinki, fucking Finland. Uh, the idea of this is beautiful to me. Uh, everything I know about Finland is awesome. Uh, one of my favorite groups, sadly, they're, they're done and everything, but I mean, the lead singer, uh, Villa Vallo, is still doing shit on his own now but uh, him his inferior majesty uh, they were one of the greatest bands ever to me um i loved it love metal whatever you want to call it it was fucking awesome uh so yeah shout out to helsinki and then what bedford texas i mean i think that might be where my buddy was it's if it's where i think it is uh north like an hour out of uh, houston awesome uh the closer you get to the east side of texas it, it gets more like uh southern or country to me and uh, I liked it going out that way, but uh, like I said, my family's from San Antonio, and then uh, closer to the border, you know, like Corpus Christi area, and then I have one cousin that's in El Paso, which is damn near Mexico. <laughs> Everybody speaks Spanish over there, pretty much, and people from Mexico cross over to work there and go back, because, I mean, why not? Fuck, dude, if you're going to pay you $8 as opposed to 3 why the fuck, for the same goddamn job, why wouldn't you do it? I mean, fuck, that's aw- that sounds like the perfect version of it. Like, you'd be rich as fucking Mexico and still work here. That's awesome. So, I mean, yeah, shout out. So, those are, like, the top cities, actually. Not just countries. Top fucking cities. That's awesome, man. The idea of Germany and uh, Finland being, well, not just them, but, you know, Frankfurt on Main, Germany, and then Helsinki, uh, Finland. Those two being in the top fucking ten of my cities that I listen to the most. That is amazing. I don't know what... Um, you guys can relate to outside of I know you guys both speak English also because you guys are amazing and places that are bilingual trilingual and you know multilingual like I love that shit I wish I was more so I could barely speak enough Spanish to probably pass a day or two in Mexico and then people were like you only say the same shit all the time and I'm like yeah that's pretty much my thing <laughs> um, the idea of that you know I, I just love that this, this stupid thing that I'm doing like is being listened to by more than I thought you know I thought it'd just be a few of my friends at work uh, my buddies from boozing dudes and like a few cousins that I was cool enough to be like yeah I'll let you guys listen to this but um, the idea of it going out that far is like I said it's awesome man so 
uh, had to put out that little shout out to you guys. Um, also, I, uh, I changed up. I don't know if anybody listens to it on fucking whatever Apple Podcasts or bullshit that is. I'm not an Apple person. If you are, I mean, whatever. That's cool. But uh, I, I'm not a part of that. But I know that this podcast on there and it's on like a bunch of other shit. So uh, I put out my, my email, which is uh, the letter J, the letter Z, the numbers 2002182 at Gmail. And um, it, when you type it in, it's going to pop up the word some guy because that's been my email for fucking ever. And, um, yeah, I mean, if you guys got questions or want anything, I mean, I'll put out a, I'll send you guys a personal fucking podcast if you really want, like, you know, fucking 15, 20 minutes, ain't gonna cost me shit, you can ask me as many questions as you want, I'll try to answer as much as you guys want, or whatever, you know, uh, the idea of that is just amazing to me. You can put it in your native language, I mean, Google Translate, so, I mean, we'll figure something out, you know, as much as I'm not online, like, you know, on fucking Facebook or any of that other shit, because I don't fuck with it. Uh, I mean, I know how to fucking use things, so that'd be great. Um, that, I, I just like the idea of being connected to people that are living completely different lives than me. I mean, that's the only way to learn. You know, you can't just be like, oh, I read this about you, so that means it's true. Like, no, that's just one person's interpretation of it. Like, I, I read shit all the time where I'm like, that's bullshit, because I was exactly like that. Like, like um, the addiction thing, uh, where they talk about um, the addiction... Like, if you're an addictive person, there's no way to get rid of it. I'm like, okay. And then I've read also, like, if you're addicted to, let's say, tobacco, if you can give it up for three months, that obviously means you're not physically addicted to it. I've given up all kind of shit. I've given up alcohol for three months straight every year for six years just to see if I could do it. And it wasn't fucking hard, man. Um, it was actually kind of cool. Got me to, first off, it got me to stop drinking soda because I used to drink soda only when I drank, you know, as like a mixer, like Jack and Coke or whatever, or whiskey, Coke, whatever you guys drink. Uh, I'm pretty sure Jack Daniels isn't the best fucking <laughs> whiskey in the world. I don't even drink that shit anymore outside of, like, if I'm at somebody's house and they have it. Like, now I just buy, like, off-brand whiskey that I love, and it's cheaper. Like, I'm, I'm not one to be like, fuck yeah, dude, look at the $100 bottle and shit. If, if I do that, it's like with my brother, I'll buy it for him for his birthday or something like that, and we'll probably knock it out that night, you know? But I'm not one to just buy myself anything nice like that. And uh, probably just because of the kids now, I see that that money can go somewhere else. But, I mean, just in general, it's... Um, I just don't see the, the point for it. As much as I love alcohol, or used to, I mean, now I just, I guess, like it a lot, but as much as I used to love it, I never saw the whole money thing. I was more of always, it's not really a penny pincher or nothing, but I'm more about, you know, flavor and taste and shit like that to me, and if I'm going to mix it with something, what the fuck does it matter? Why would it, if I'm going to buy something that's $100, I should be able to drink it straight, right? Like, no ice, nothing, just fucking whiskey stones, which was a big deal for a while, and I love them, man. Their whiskey stones are awesome. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm starting to do the whole kind of healthy thing. Like, right now, I'm drinking some uh, hard kombucha. So, I mean, kombucha's already good on its own. It has, what, like, 1% alcohol, which ain't shit. But uh, these hard kombuchas actually are, like, 45 5%. This one's kind of weak. This is, what, 4 8 Tastes great, though. Makes sense. It's a ginger lemon. Like, these are, like, legit. Like, there's no no added sugar. I mean, my carbs are 3%. I don't give a fuck about that shit. It's gluten-free somehow. Cool stuff like that, but uh, my, my new go-to now um, is hard seltzers. I mean, there's a bunch of them, you know, I guess White Claws is the most famous for initially, and that's probably why I didn't drink it, because I've always heard it was like a girl drinking shit like Zima. But, um, yeah, when it became, you know, like Bud Light Seltzer, as much as I used to hate Budweiser, now that Budweiser owns every Mexican beer, you know, including Corona and all that shit like that, I was just like, yeah, fuck it. Dollars going to the same place. Like, if I buy a 
24 pack of Corona that fucking money's going to Budweiser. So we tried out this Bud Light seltzer and man, are they fucking good. And what's cool is they're so good that uh, you can drink two or three thinking nothing. Kind of like sipping wine, you know, where you're just like, this tastes too good to be like, like, I can't get drunk off of this. But to me, the best part about it isn't just that you get a buzz and you're like, fuck, I didn't even notice. It's so light that uh, compared to beer, when you drink beer, like heavy IPAs or porters and shit, you feel it. You get fucking heavy. Like you, you're, or at least I do. My stomach just, I feel like I ate a whole meal, you know? And uh, with these seltzers, you don't get that at all. It's just pure smooth. You're just drinking pretty much water. And I mean, don't get me wrong, a lot of people say they hate seltzer water. I love fucking soda water, seltzer water, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I love that shit, and um, I could drink it just plain, you know, uh, I'll buy the, what is it, uh, Perrier, I'll buy that shit, and that's good, uh, and I do it straight, fuck the, like, lemon, fucking orange flavored ones and shit, fuck all that, I'll just buy the regular one, you know, it's just the bubbles, and uh, so that got me into it, and then, um, I remember, at, like, especially in Vegas and shit like that, they'll do uh, vodka soda, you know, it's soda water and vodka, and I think I did it mainly because it tastes disgusting or it's pretty harsh, you know, because you're just drinking vodka pretty much. And um, back in the day, especially with, with my drinking buddies, um, everybody would drink everybody's shit, man. Because like, it just got so drunk to the point, and I guess because we've been around each other so much that, like, you know, nobody's going to get all mad, like, what the fuck, bro? And it's like, dude, it's fucking $4, bro. It's fucking, I'll buy another one or I'll buy a pitcher. Like, you couldn't really get mad at that shit. So whenever I would buy that drink, if somebody took a sip, you knew right away. Because they'd be like, what the fuck is this? Like, you know, spitting it out and shit. I'm like, dude, it's vodka soda. And they're like, ugh, what's soda? I'm like, soda water. So, I mean, I, I like I said, I already got used to the worst version of soda water. So these seltzers are fucking delicious. You know, they got lemon, fucking black cherry. Oh, here we go. Maybe a thunder? Nope. Oh, okay. Saw more lightning. Figured, like, uh, what the hell's his name? Steve McQueen? Not Steve McQueen. Lightning McQueen. <laughs> I started watching those again because of my daughter. She loves cars, uh, you know. Thunder. You must be the thunder. What the hell's that? You know, because you're behind lightning. And then he does a little kachinga shit. Uh, that fucking movie's still stupid as fuck to me. And I don't know if I ever told uh, my buddy Bucks this. I want to say I did, though. But um, there's a scene in that movie that every time I fucking tell, or every time I see it, I, I don't know why it reminds me of him. It's fucked up because... And I don't mean this as an insult to him, dude. He's fucking, like I said, he's one of the greatest fucking people I've ever met. He, I love the dude to death, man. Uh, like, if you, like seriously, if you guys say something stupid about you or about him, I'll fucking go off on you. Like, that's the type of shit. That, like, I love this dude. And um, there's a scene in there where Lightning McQueen uh, is hanging out with Mater. At the very end, Mater goes, I knew I chose or I picked right when I picked you. And, like, Steve, or Steve McQueen, I still keep saying that. Lightning McQueen goes, what are you talking about? And then Mater goes, to be my best friend. I don't know what the fuck it is, dude. Every time I see that fucking scene, I fucking crack a tear. And I'm like, oh, I don't know why. I still don't know why. Like, it's making me kind of tear up fucking right now just talking about it. It's hilarious. But, um, yeah, little stupid shit like that, man. And, and the older I'm getting now, like, little shit. Whenever I hear anything about, like, I guess you would just call it, like, pure love, like, dude, because that's what it is, man, I really love my buddy, and I don't mean that in a fucking gay way, don't get me wrong, if we were both gay, I probably would have fucking been with him or tried doing something once, but we're not, or at least I'm not, I don't know how he is, but, um, just fucking with you, Chuck, um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I love that dude to death, man, he's fucking awesome, I've, I've called him my brother, and I meant it, you know, I know for sure he knows, because, uh, he's talked about it before, he's like, dude, I've never met your brothers, and I've never even heard, I didn't even know you had another one, like, cause he just knew about the one that I lived with and grew up with, he didn't know about my oldest brother, 
So, I mean, when I tell him he's my brother, I really do mean that. I care about them as much, if not more, than my physical brothers, which, I mean, kind of sounds fucked up, but I, I don't see it that way. I'm, I mean, I care about them because I'm more involved in their life than I am my actual brothers. Like, I mean, they're all doing fine, you know? I, I can call my brother right now and be like, hey, what's up? He's like, nothing. <laughs> he's never gonna, and, if, and the few times that he's ever had, like, fucked up situations and shit, like, there was a whole thing with him and his wife at one point. And he was like, dude, fucking she kicked me out, and I don't know what to do. I was like, you know what? Because, I, I mean, I'm brutally honest with my brother. I, I, you know, I I don't care about my sister-in-law. I do now because, you know, she's the mother of my nieces, so, I mean, I have to. Because if something fucked up happens to her, it's only going to fucking make my niece's life worse. So I always told her, you know, I love you now and shit like that. But, but before, when they were just dating... I don't know, man. Maybe it was just because she was annoying to me or whatever. I was just like, fuck, like, don't talk to me. Like, you're my brother's girlfriend. You're nothing to me. Like, <clears throat> you make him happy, and that's why I'm okay with it. But otherwise, I don't care. And uh, it sounds brutal. Where's Ed? And um, listening to this podcast and or Booze and the Dudes, you kind of hear it. Like, we're ridiculously blunt. And, I mean, everything I say, I mean it not with malice. I'm not like, fuck you. It's more of like, fuck you for what you're doing. Like, I'm pissed at your actions, not you. Like, even when my ex, when we split up, like, I was more disappointed or sad or bothered or whatever fuck feeling it was at the time. It was, like, some kind of anger, you know, a negative feeling. I wasn't, like, saying that she's a shitty person. I was, like, why are you doing this shitty thing? Like, I can't believe you're doing this type shit, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm more of that type of person. It's not like, yeah, you fuck you, you're an idiot. It's more like, fuck you, why are you being stupid right now? Like, I know you're better than this, and that's why I'm giving you shit. <clears throat> that's that's mainly how I feel about that stuff. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure I went over this before once. There we go. A little bit of thunder. Ah, I was weak. But, um, yeah, I only fucking talk shit to my friends and stuff because I care. <laughs> and it comes out of, like, some of them don't get it, I guess, in the beginning. But, I mean, over time, like, all my buddies know that, dude. I, I hear it from a lot of my buddies. They're always just like, like, yeah, dude, I love that I can talk to you about anything. And, like, I know that you're not going to give me the short end of the stick. You know, you're going to be like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, when one of my buddies at work was going through some shit with this lady, uh, like, we hung out and everything. And after, like, two or three days, like, not in a row, but of hanging out, I basically told him, I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, are you going to just be like this forever? Are you just going to worry about her and, you know, be all sad and shit? Or are you going to be like, fuck it, dude, it's time to move on? And, um, it, which is funny because, I mean, when me and my ex split up, fuck, dude, I was fucked for, like, at least four months five months and this is the second like the final time the first time she was gone for i want to say six or so months and i was fucking distraught dude i was done it wasn't for my friends at work being single and then being like dude let's go out like and me being the way i was where at the time before my kids i was always like i could never say no to my friends or anybody like it seemed like to me like they're like hey man we're gonna go out to this place you gonna come even if i didn't want to go I was always, like, in my head real quick, like, well, what else are you going to do? So I would just agree with them. Like, yeah, sure, dude, I'll go. Even if I didn't want to go. That was just the way I was. Now, dude, well, initially when I got married, I was able to do it. I was like, fuck it, you know what? I'm just going to use my wife. Like, fuck it, they're not going to fucking know. And actually, I'm kind of being honest. My wife, if I were to call her and be like, hey, babe, is all right if I do this? She'd be like, what the fuck? Like, when are you going to get home? Like, so then what, are we not doing this tomorrow morning? Like, oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that, huh? Like, now it's just way easier to just be like, nah, dude, I'm not going to go. What the fuck? Why? So I don't even got to tell you. Like, what do you, like, I already told you no. Why are you going to, like, why argue with me? Or why, why why turn it into something? Like, I already told you no, I'm not going to go. But now that I got kids, way easier, man. It's like, hey, are you going to fucking go? Nope. <laughs> like, what day is it? Nope. 
what time is it? Nope. Like, I'll be specific. Like, yeah, sure, dude. If it's this day or this day or we're doing something, yeah, sure. But, uh, I mean, and now, like, we're doing um, Booze and Dudes on uh, on my, uh, I guess it'd be, like, my Sunday because I go to work the next following morning. And it's stupid early now. I used to work swing. Now I'm just telling them, like, hey, dude, fucking, it doesn't matter if you guys are done recording or not. By this time, I'm, I'm fucking bailing, you know? Like, I'm not going to be a dick about it. I'm just letting you guys know ahead of time that way. It's not weird in the middle of the podcast, I get up and walk away, you know? I'll, I'll say bye to everybody and shit, but it's more of, um, you know, I, I got shit to do, man. Like, it has nothing to do with you guys. I, I would love to stay here all day, obviously. But, I mean, I can't. Like, I got priorities now, you know? And they mean a lot to me. And the idea that I can support and make my family happy, they're like, it's not even suffering anymore when I go to work. Before, that's how it kind of seemed when it was just me. It's like, yeah, fuck, I gotta go to work just to pay my bills and shit. And then at the end of the week, I could maybe have some fun. But now it's more of like, every day is fun, man. Even when I come home from work, like I said, the, the only thing that sucks is that I got to fucking, I can't give them a hug right away because I'm all dirty in the clothes that I wear and shit. And, you know, like, especially when COVID first started, when no one knew what the fuck was going to happen. Like, I mean, like, I'm talking February, March in America when we, because December was when, or actually November is when people started dying in China. But uh, by December, I think it hit like, what? Eastern Europe, and it skipped the Middle East somehow. Nobody likes to talk about that shit. You ever fucking pay attention to that? I wonder why. Because fucking Chinese people aren't allowed over there. But anyway, or they just don't go there. Like, I wouldn't go there either if I had money. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah I don't know, that was always a weird thing. And nobody talks about that, that conspiracy-wise either. It's just like, oh, yeah, fucking look at it. It's just hitting waves and everything. It's like, really? So I got to Africa without going through the Middle East, which is fucking damn near touching Africa? Like, those people just cross pay like a ferry and shit from into Egypt like it's literally like a few what I think it's like a hundred kilometers from one point of the Middle East into uh the what is it called the rhino's horn of Africa which is that weird tip of Egypt anyway uh and then like Europe got fucking destroyed man um so yeah it's just something to think about or something I always thought about but um yeah I, I never understood that and then um like I said, out here, especially with my wife being a nurse, she she heard about cases of it. She's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's hitting these old people and shit like that. And retirement homes. Like, a lot of her nurse friends that worked at those places were like, yeah, this is fucking crazy. Like, everybody's sick here. Like, old people, they're just, like, fucked. And it's like, really? And it's like, yeah. It's like, um, she compared it, a lot of them compared it to, um, uh, man, uh, when you got water in your lungs. What the fuck is it? Lamonia. They compared it to Lamonia. They're like, yeah, these people are, like, fucking coughing like crazy. And, like, they're just really weak. Like, it was flu and fever-like symptoms, or, well, yeah, they had a fever, but flu-like symptoms on top of, like, pneumonia, like, their breathing got fucked, and that was, I think, the only reason why I was kind of concerned, because, uh, I mean, I got over my asthma, but I inherited it from my father's side of the family, and my, my father's old, man, he's, what, shit, 50, so he's, uh, oh, that was an awesome lightning bolt, um, he's 70, yeah, he's 71 now. I mean, yeah, anything over 55, you're supposed to be, at least my dad, like, fucking works out, and, like, you know, he's thin and shit, he's a little dude. There we go. <laughs> and it's setting off alarms over here, I love that shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, you know, it was, it was kind of a concern before anybody knew anything, so, I don't even remember where the fuck that subject was going. But yeah, I mean, but back then I think it was the only time I was really concerned about it. After that, I, I kind of got over it. And, oh, that's where it was. So around that time when I was still at work, because I was one of the essential workers, as is my wife, um, when we're coming home, it was kind of like, well, let's strip down in the fucking garage of our clothes because we don't know what the fuck this is and I don't want to give it to my daughter, you know, who's 
at the time, in our head, she was, uh, she, what, in her first year of her life, she went to the, she had febrile seizures, which are like your body's way of defending itself against an infection, but it's a weird fucked up way of dealing with it. As opposed to like a normal kid, they get a fever, they just get sick, like, oh, they show you signs. My daughter wouldn't do that. She would be fine all day, and then all of a sudden, the last time was she was just eating food, man. She just froze up and full on had a long ass seizure. Just like held her breath and just there she was, like in front of her grandparents, uh, her aunts, and my wife. So that was like scary as shit. I wasn't there for that, so I'm kind of happy about that. But um, I mean, that was like the last one. So around that time, it was like, fuck, like, was she susceptible to this? Because this would be back in the day when they didn't know shit about what it would do to kids, you know? Which, I mean, the numbers show it doesn't really affect much. Uh, people under like 15, like, the case numbers are fucking ridiculously low, man. Unless they're like an immune efficient person or like, you know, something on top of their issues, which at the time we were like, oh, fuck, my daughter's in that shit, so. But she's been fine. She always tested negative whenever anything happened, and um, we showed our immunity to it, and then we ended up, well, well yeah, because we had a scare, and nothing happened. I guess we were all fine. And then we actually ended up catching it um, right before Christmas last year, so like the 20th of December. And uh, it didn't affect me at all, like literally at all. I didn't have fever, I didn't have flu. I, to me, I didn't have shit. I wouldn't have even known. I would, uh, my wife's side of the family got it. They tested um, at their work. My wife tested because being a nurse, they take like two to three tests a week, and um, every three days pretty much. But um, so yeah, two, day, two times a week, so. But, um, so she did that, and, um, it came back, and I called my work, and they're like, yeah, well, you're quarantined, too. I'm like, do I need to fucking go test or anything? I'm like, no, you're fine. <laughs> I just did it on my own just to find out. Like, yeah, you know, fuck it. I want to know if I have it. I went over. Yeah, I tested positive. And, uh, the state of California that I live in, you know, both good and bad. Bad mainly right now because of, you know, financial-wise and our shitty government and everything, but, um and stupid laws with homelessness and shit. Just Google California homelessness and you'll be like, get the fuck out of here. And then if you really want to get crazy, type in like um, uh, San Francisco, California's homeless issues, like images. You'll find pictures of people with living in tents and they look disgusting, right? And then you zoom out and dude, they're like in front of a fucking quarter million dollar, or like, no, every fucking, my house is worth more than a quarter million, uh, like three quarter million dollar, like $700,000 houses. And people, like, you know, they have brick walls and fences and shit. But, yeah, once you open your gate to go drive off, fucking, there's a bum right there. It's like, what the fuck, man? Like, you would think that those places, you know, they always talk about it online. Like, oh, yeah, well, we're, people are rich. They never have these problems. <laughs> yeah, we do here. Other states, not so much, you know. The, their cops will actually do shit. But, nah, man, we're, we're fucking ridiculously liberal. We pay for immigration's uh, health insurance and care. We treat them like they're... Uh, a better citizen than most, man. Like I said, if you can't take care of your own, and this isn't a stab at fucking immigrants, dude. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, all of us were immigrants at one point, and fucking, I mean, well, I mean, I'm partially native, so, I mean, technically not, but, I mean, the rest of me, the Spanish side, that fucking came on the boats and fucking, you know, did all that shit and taught my, uh, my, um, ancestors Spanish, <laughs> they were fucking, you know, immigrants, you know, they just took over, and had this whole area, this whole area where I live now, it used to be part of Spain, so fuck it, you know, but uh, the idea of that, uh, you know, I get it, America's a fucking country of immigrants, cool, and we show it now, you know, we're all, everybody integrates with everybody, at least out here, you know, in SoCal, like I've said it before, if you're racist, I just don't get it, <laughs> like you must have grew up somewhere else, or you must be just old as fuck.
Because there, there's no point, man. There's everywhere. On my street, there's, like, fucking multiple black families. Like, I got crossbred. In my family, we have black people in our family. We have fucking, like, it's fine. I have Asians in my family. Uh, a lot of white people in my family, actually. And then, yeah, Hispanics. But, I mean, what, what is the rarest one? One of my cousins married a Russian from Russia. He's cool as fuck, though. But, um, yeah. Uh, hold on. My wife's pausing me real fast. Oh, well, talking about all that fucking happiness shit. It's already that awesome time where I get to pick up my daughter from daycare, so hell yeah. Get to see her and smile and laugh and everything, so um, I'll talk to you guys again. So uh, I'll let you out. Like I said, I'll, I'll probably put out another one, at least one more, for sure tomorrow. But uh, who knows? Fuck it. I mean, Friday we're not doing anything, uh, booze and dudes-wise, so I'll, I'll probably put out another one too, or I'll try to, so see what happens. All right, everybody, thanks again for listening. Like I said, um, yeah, take care. Fucking hopefully your guys' summer's pretty cool too, and... I don't know, everywhere you guys all are, you know, New Jersey, Illinois, Ohio, Finland, Germany, all you places and shit, Florida, Texas, um, yeah, fucking keep doing what you're doing, man, love it, I love that you guys are, like, um, you know, listening to this fucking guy talk, and, um, yeah, thanks again, and I'll, I'm gonna end it with this fucking, you know, happy-go-lucky song, because, like I said, I feel happy as fuck right now, this is cool, perfect weather, I love it, alright, everybody, thanks again.